Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. The podcast you cheer for. Sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for. I'm the OGEL. All right, it's T Mark the Street Shark. And we are here today to drop some more clarity over popularity. But this time we talk about something that's extremely popular because of the cultural significance overall of one of the greatest athletes of all times and one of the most influential people as far as in the culture of apparel and sneakers and sports. We're talking about the man, Bo Jackson. He's just celebrated his 60th birthday and Tony and I just want to go down memory lane a little bit, talk about what impressed us about him, things about him, shoes and so forth. But we just want to give honor to one of the goats of this culture, Bo Jackson. So, Shark, you want to start it off at any angle you want, man. Um, I'm just ready to just dive in because he's done so much for the culture. From my childhood on, um, we still look up to Bo. Yeah, I mean, the the man, the myth, the legend, um, I think that that's part of the nostalgia of uh, of Bo Jackson just because of the the tall tales. Um, Yeah, I think that was the last of the era era of like you had to be there, you know, and then when you hear the story of what happened or what he did on the football field, on a baseball field, and just how like, you know, it's like a Paul Bunyan tale. John Henry, um, um, you know, he was a steel driver man. So like, it's just like, you know, and when he lived uh, when you actually got to see him perform, it was just like, oh, these stories didn't didn't do him justice, uh, um, you know. So whether you were a football fan, your baseball fan, or just you know the the purity of just being an elite athlete, uh, you know, is is just something to marvel at. And you know, just again, he created that uh, nostalgia. And then when it crossed over into the sneaker world of the, you know, he kind of introduced the concept of a cross trainer, meaning, sure. you, know, you know, like you can do multiple things uh, in a shoe. As a matter of fact, you need to do multiple things in the, in the same shoe. And then the whole, you know, uh, that spawned to the Bo Nose uh, uh, campaign that'll just go down as, you know, more legendary, uh, um, you know, cementing the legacy um, into a, you know, what I call a hall of fame status rather is, in anything um you know because this was even before Dion sanders in prime time and and Dion, his cross training you know derivative was more of a you know style and um you know flash and flair and speed um but bo was just power <laughs> you know and, and just like girth you know where you just move people in there you could just launch the ball um you know on the way that you hit it to the moon you know or you know a 110 mile per hour you know just from the outfield to first base you know what i'm saying and, and throw somebody out and, you know or snap the bat over his head um or or i think some of the classic moments in my mind is just just run the tape of him um running the wall um you know um uh, you know you can have the willie mays over the head catch or something like that but he did all of that and then like 
did a Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and then made it so casual um, that he was just grateful in his power. <laughs> um, uh, you know what I mean? So it just translated to all ages, um, you know, when, uh, you know, when he, when, he, when he performed. And then, again, I think what cemented it for me was the... <laughs> the genius uh, advertising because then you got to see him in so many different forms right because then now it's like some of his personality is coming out of this too because you know you can come up with all the ca campaigns you want to but he has to have the personality executed right um you know so when you say bonos and then it's just like bono surfing and then he shows up with the surfboard you know what i mean and um just that play on on, on little making a little bit of fun of himself. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know this, Bo knows this, Bo knows that. Uh, Bo don't know Dibley, <laughs> you know, Bo know Dibley, you know. Um, so just those things where, you know, as a youngster, it's almost like I didn't know I could do that, you know, and, and then that representation and, and then just the concept of I don't have to be one thing. I can be all of these things at the same time and it's okay it's that and and it's actually cool to do that um you know and then don't put the shoes on so <laughs> Understood. And then you cross over to hip-hop where god bless his soul rest in peace to fife when you know the ultimate classic quote-unquote diss boat on jack because boat can't rap and i was honestly as a child waiting for Bo to come with some rapping you know commercial or something but he never did that at least but um going back to what you said tony we lived it and I rarely say this, but I said this a few times in our previous episodes. What a time to be alive. As you were talking, Shark, I'm thinking about the posters. I'm thinking about yep. all of the, you know, how things were as far as advertising in the stores and how people would have not only just the posters and advertisements in the stores, but how it was an elegance to the outfits or the sweatpants and jeans and shoes. I'm just seeing all those mannequins and how they were up at the Foot Locker that looked like, you know, a real locker and, and a couple of the mom and pop stores in D.C. area. And the key thing that you pointed out was now it's kind of standard. The evolution and introductory of the cross trainer shoe, because back before this happened in our day, it was you had a basketball shoe and a running shoe. An aerobic shoe and a wrestling shoe. And this shoe that you can do anything in was like revolutionary because it's like, yo, I can go on a court and rock these bows, but I could also go in the gym. You know, I, I can go to the playground, you know, I could sport them and they look good with, you know, shorts and jeans. And that was just a phenomenon within itself. And um, gosh, man, I'm just thinking of again, like you said, you got to perform. And boy did he perform so he's probably the first athlete i can remember um that i said god given ability that wasn't something that you can you know go in the gym and, and, and just train to do and so forth it was just natural god given ability yeah that, he was country strong like all of that stuff because uh bow knows archery if you watch some of those dark documentaries because he's he's a country boy too so um you know he's yeah that 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 strength that that's just given to you, uh, um, you know, as a gift. And, and I'd be remiss um, to not um, mention part of the legacy was first generation, you know, Nintendo video games, techno tech mobile. And then you got Bo Jackson is the most lethal video game <laughs> player, uh, you know, like his, 
his attributes were unstoppable. You know, you, you can YouTube some of those videos right now of you where he could just run around in circles and nobody could tackle him, um, you know. And again, like everyone wanted to play with the Raiders so that you could you, you could run the ball with, uh, with Bo Jackson. Again, like even the art imitated the life, uh, um, you know. And so in so many different avenues, you got to – you got to touch some of that. And, you know, many of you that listen to the podcast know that the shark over here is a, uh, a cartoon fan as well. So, um, you know, I sparked some of that nostalgia and um, he was a cartoon character too um, with the uh, pro stars, you know, that was one of my favorite uh, shows. I think it came on NBC mm-hmm. at the time. And uh, the pro stars was Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, um, you know, and they were a superhero team. Um, Horrible voiceovers, though. Horrible voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, I meant, again, uh, what a time to be alive, um, you know, and um, a lot of that, you know, they, so they had all these gadgets and everything, and then Bo was the utility man. You know, he was kind of the Hulk, I guess, for them, but, you know, he was the utility man because he could switch. So you didn't need – you had Wayne Gretzky where he could just skate around or – throw some roller braids on and hit you with an exploding hockey puck or something, or Michael Jordan could fire some jets on his shoes and, you know, slam dunk somebody, uh, the, the villain or something. But then Bo, he could like, you know, run you over, do something, drive the car, come scoop you, you know what I mean? Or, uh, you know, rocket fire or something, you know, one of them little exploding baseballs or something like that. And, and really, you know, he, he was the versatility to the squad. You know what I mean? So, like, again, all of those things translated and, you know, you literally, you know, you know to this day, because um, the beautiful bar- part about that show, it used to have these cutaways to live action. Um, and then, you know, so it was just like, you really saw Michael Jordan. You really saw Bo Jackson. Um, you know, and I was like, I always wanted one of those pro stars, like letter jackets, you know what I'm saying, that they, they would do. And then, had the theme song, you know, with some of their highlights running, you know what I mean? So, like, it kept, like, you saw the highlights in other places, but then you see them in that format right there, you know, that these things are just ingrained um, in my my memory banks of that uh, of that good nostalgia, you know, and uh, all the way to the, the poster on your wall, um, you know, because that was that era of, uh, you know, that was probably the first baseball player that made it to my wall just because it was the – you know, it was the same poser, but you know, he got he's in the Raiders uniform and then he's in the Royals uniform, you know. Um, so just um it, it just open your eyes to you know versatility and everything that's around you. Um, you know what I mean? It made you like appreciate all these attributes, just a it's a little bit different. Um, you never saw that combination. Shark, something just came to mind. I wanted to ask you about this to see if you agree, disagree, or a neutron in the middle. I give Bo all the credit in the world for establishing a lane for being an awesome athlete, being an awesome competitor, but because of injuries, career cut short, but because of, you said the commercials, the advertising, the marketing, still being able to live on past that. Would they be a Penny Hardaway right now, the way that we see Penny Hardaway now? He has not dribbled a basketball in how many years? If it wasn't for a Bo Jackson kind of making that lane, particularly at Nike. Um, I'd just say that it was the is the potential, um, you know, because the you know, you saw the short 
spurts, um, you know, and then it was like, oh, man, you know, then he like blew his hip uh, out and then that that kind of messed it up. But the way that he just, you know, especially in football, you know, where he would just the speed and then the power that was just nobody else like he was in the conversation with the Barry Sanders, you know, mm-hmm. and the Emmitt Smiths and you know, Thurman Thomas. Thomas. And all, mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that going on at the same time. And it was just like his volume was like way less. Mm-hmm. And he was like never in training camp, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was almost like his football side had more mythology in professional side because it was just like you didn't spend as much time on it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know what I mean, you weren't full offseason dedicated to getting better for football so it was just like look how much raw talent so you know and that's the i think that that's the the gift and the curse of the the renaissance man and the the jack of all trades because you know you don't get appreciated for how good Mm. you are in one thing because you can do so much then it's just like well he could be so much better if you just did one thing Mm. and you always get to do that and then but like with the penny um uh, uh analogy you know, I don't know. I think that he had a little more time to prove himself out because hmm. Penny uh, is, is not a full comp because Penny didn't come with the the myth myth. Uh, um, you know, I met Bo won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and you saw him coming, um, you know, uh, as far as um, his recruitment and, and how he got to Auburn, you know, and then really like, um, then the myth of Tampa Bay and them drafting him saying I'm not going and them him putting a kind of it that was kind of wild. People don't remember that, but remember he was the first pick of Bucks and he said, I'm not going there. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's just something that you have to you were only going to appreciate it in, in retrospect, or you know, if you're a purist and you you were there and you saw him launch the <laughs> you know, um, um, you know, hear some of those stories of his college coaches and everything um you know about what he could do um and and like what a uh, a great baseball player he could have been more of you know because i meant he was not an average baseball player like for for those that don't know that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he was an all-star <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what i mean so um these 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 just breaking down that door you know it made it I think if it, there's a parallel to someone like Penny, it was just more of the, you know, the commercialism. Um, and there was more of a template by that time. Hmm. He was the one of the originators to that. The value of how you were marketed, um, you know, because, again, he was an individual athlete that played team sports. Um, so that was you know, right after Michael Jordan, they were still, they hadn't figured it all the way out yet. You know what I mean? So, but that concept of how to market an individual inside of a team sport, I think it, there was a big launching pad moment with, uh, uh, with Bo Jackson, just because, you know, he represented multiple teams, multiple sports. Um, and then you could like pick that up and be like, put a question mark on it. He could do this too, or he could do this too. Like, you know, like I was saying with the surfing, like the, the ads, you literally saw him walking by in all of those things. And just like the shoes represent you're in the weight room, you, you know, and then you hit the track, you know, you come back um, and you can hit the court um, or you can hit the turf, uh, you know, all of the same shoe, um, um, you know, and then that was 
such, that was done uh, on on purpose. Um, and then it just became cultural. You know, you, you're quoting the hip hop uh, uh, lyrics just because they're fashionable. Um, they were comfortable. They they the shoes were as versatile as the athlete himself. You know, so you Here's know. Here's a lesson on fact, Tony, just to let everyone know, since we're talking about cultural. Keep in mind that the character for Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig was loosely based off of Bo Jackson. So a lot of his vignettes and so forth with the smacking of the gum and him doing the golf and, and the basketball and the bowling and that, that was loosely off of the advertisement and marketing and the genius of Nike with Bo Jackson. So we think of Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig, God bless his soul as well. Bo had a lot to do with that character as well with the WWE, which ended up being legendary and being in the Hall of Fame as well. Yeah, just having that, you know, that versatility. Like, I'm, I am Mr. Perfect. Now, I'm not just good at a bunch of stuff. I'm the best at everything, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, and, um, you know, so, and then, like I said, the, the culture, you know, and then you, you pick up on these things um, and then they become staples to your, your outfits like that, that orange and blue, um, you know, with the Albert inspiration, but no one's even thinking about that um, uh, at that time because those the, you know, um, orange, you know, orange Bo Jackson's New York Nixon it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do rag nautical sweats, slaughter your set, like all of that, you know. I really did have nautical sweats with <laughs> you know, with some Bo Jacksons. Um, you know, uh, and not everyone had the bows um in the trainer SCs like that. Um, but I remember our crew, you know, we had the colors, we had the flavors. I rocked Bo Jackson's more than i rock air force ones especially mm. during the uh, the late 90s um you know i uh, i i was heavy in rotation with you know give me even some all white bows was crispy clean you know and so and, give, us your, give us your top bow jackson and i'm gonna put you on the spot your top one if you have to just pick one if you have to be on an island and have one bow jackson shoe and colorway which one would, would it be for me, I think it would be the Madison Balls. They're yeah. trying to throw. Madison Balls. Yeah, see, I'm just going to go with the SC Trainer, first of all, for that model of choice, just for my style of foot. Mm-hmm. Nothing, none of the straps ever really worked for me. So I got to go with the with the strapless. And it was, um, I could easily just say the OG orange and blue, but um, I'd have to say my favorite um it probably because of I I I had the it was like a US it was like a the red white and blue uh uh, uh colorway because so it was like a USA model um you know and it was more white and navy with an accent of red but it so was, the SEs yes the SEs oh man that was ninety nine two thousand yeah. I mean I was working to feel like when we blew through those like it were Jordan release like those sold out in two days like those like. Um, I picked that shoe because I wore those out um, and everything that was going on at that time with the music and pop culture, you know, I just, that was part of the uniform at that time, you know, so I did have the orange look like, so matter of fact, I'll give you three um, that was in rotation probably through that year or that, mm-hmm. uh, or that, or that summer that was heavy rotation. Think it about was, the albums came out during that time, Tony hip hop was on a whole nother level. 
Oh my that's, gosh. That's what I mean. This is peak, you know, DMX, the, you know, all of this. You yes. know? So yeah, so from 98, 97 to 99, mm-hmm. 2000, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, my favorites were again that that red and white blue color uh, colorway, that navy uh, with the gray. Uh, with um with with a little bit of the gray. And then there was a white and it was a white off white. Yep. Okay. The white mm-hmm. off white. Um I used to rock that. That was the most universal. So I rocked those like white Air Forces. Okay. So that's that's why those got in heavy rotation. And then I had a black and white. There was a black and white pair, right? Where they were predominantly black with the white, not the Raiders with the gray, uh, uh, you know, but it was the black leather ones, mm-hmm. right? So the, the whole upper was leather, leather. Um, um, you know what I'm saying? And those. That was the you had to have the all whites, then you had the you know the the black, and then there you go with the switch up with the with the navy, and, you know. Uh, and then matter of fact, ah, I'm gonna throw one more in there: the royal blue, because you had the royal blue with the gray, and then you had the the red with the gray. I had both of those too, but that royal blue, and those were built lead. just like the original. So you still had what we used to call the plastic on the sides, but the carbon fiber on the sides, and they were. They were built to last, so I hopefully one day Nike will make them the way they're supposed to be made. But yeah, that 98, 99 era when they came out with all the colorways, I remember um, I had a college um, roommate that literally had every color. So he had the white and burgundies and the royals and like, because they all had that OG lemon, the, the lemons that came out, they all had yeah. that OG type of pattern. But then when they flipped it with those USAs, we just call them you one you're talking about, and then the white off white, then it came out with the all white it had a little bit of orange but the orange was only in the lines of the carbon fiber mm-hmm. and then on the nike only in the back i was like oh they all white but they got a little bit of orange in the for the summertime come on <laughs> so, man yeah them lemons oh you just reminded me about the lemon joint yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying those lemons was crazy but yeah now that i'm thinking about it that 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 royal that royal blue that might shoot back up that might skip over the the even the og on orange you know because again that was like true blue before the true blue that was like my true blue three before Understood. before that um, um you know what i mean because i know i got a lot of wear but again my i was heavy rotation on bo jackson's i i i probably and that was like peak like jewel air force one time you know what i'm saying so i was cool and and it was okay to rock the mids with the strap around then too you know what i mean it wasn't a thing that was mids weren't weren't cool or whatever. Um, but again, I was heavy more on because more people did the jewel Air Force ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? I probably only had like two or three pair of those, mm-hmm. but I was, you know, eight deep, <laughs> you know, uh, minimum um with the with the Bo Jacksons, because like I said, I rocked them. I rocked bows like I was rocking SC trainers, you know what I'm saying? Like even with the medicine balls, like you said, or the chlorophylls or you know those um they just they didn't fit my foot the way that i needed to you know you, um, that, that was comfortable for me what about uh, the air trainer 91s what about the gray and um maze the night 91s yeah again because that still has the semblance of a mm-hmm. <laughs> of, uh, uh, of, of, of a strap um i still actually still have that model in like that tan um um burnt burnt mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh colorway um just because they had like the Timberland laces on them, um, you know. But again, those it didn't flow the way for my foot because you know, as an athlete, um, especially at that time, that was an easy 
the SCs were just easier to slip on, right? Because I'm going to tell you right now, they're, they're at one point in time, I might have, like, not laced them up all the way, um, you know what I mean? And you just, you only skip the holes real, uh, um, um, and they only go through the wings, um, um, you know, and you just let them hang. And because of the SC training, the way that that, that tongue mm-hmm. had that elastic that strapped it down so hard. On like, both sides. It was, um, that was an easy shoe to slip on and never have to lace anything up, yeah. um, um, you know what I mean? So um, it was a easy transition from after practice, locker room, to get you know switch up your gear and go out um, um you know what i'm saying and that was always a, a um that extra pair was a book bag shoe or or you know the the, the, the gym shoe locker joint uh, you know what i mean because like you could beat the you could those you the, the originals you could beat um you can't beat the retros you know i don't care which year you got them um because those were they became disposable unfortunately with the, the wear and tear um that was one of the last shoes that every it was everybody was doubling up you you and you had doubles and triples of of bo jackson's because that's just what you did but you can't do you couldn't after you know 2010 or something like that you couldn't do none of that at all you they were just disposable mm-hmm. one wear and they crack up like I don't know what, um, you know. So you know, just miss those old those times, um, you know, where the the those were meant to to last. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but it's again, just shout out to Bo Jackson. Even to this day, you can grab a Bo Nose T shirt, and it's just as relevant in 2022 as it was in in, in 90 91 when the campaign started. So talking about legend legendary indeed in the culture as far as with sneakers as far as hip-hop as far as the wrestling we talked about and overall so again just going down memory lane um just talking about some of the things but um the moments with Bo and again he's had multiple documentaries you no know, ESPN did one a few years ago um that even if you weren't there um the people who tell the stories and how they have been told and how they have been documented have been excellent as well so it's good to see a person get their flowers while they're still here. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful about that. We just wanted to shout out one of the greatest athletes of all time, Bo Jackson, 60th birthday. Shark, you got any final thoughts or any final words before we head on out of here? No, just um, invest in the knowledge, you know, watch some YouTube videos, you know, it's wow. It, this guy was, it was something special. I'm just blessed to, you know, be able to witness some of that. And, you know, we'll sign off just like he, you know, like that Monday Night Football game where he just ran out. He just kept running out the tunnel, you know, like he's Forrest Gump or something. Couldn't slow down. Couldn't <laughs> uh, slow down. He, he literally couldn't slow down, you know. Like, so those are just iconic moments that just, you know, like, did he invent the walk-off? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, like those little things just, you know, will always stick out in my head and um, or him going over Boz or whatever his name was that everyone wanted to hype up. And he, he just uh, – you know, ran him over and went to the end zone. But that whole, like, that's that's how I want to end that. You know, just that walk off, drop the mic, Bo Jackson. The name speaks for itself. Bo knows. Okay, um, and if you don't know, you better ask somebody. So that's why we're the podcast you cheer for. Give you that clarity over popularity, sparking that nostalgia. You know, that's why we're the, hot, we're the podcast you cheer for. So for. uh 
So, Material Crew, uh, we can wrap it up. Um, another one in the book. So, it's T Mark, the Street Shark, signing off. And Bo OG, yo. Until the, next time, Bo knows, Bo will always know. And this the shark say, if you don't know, go to YouTube and check it out. And what you seeing, best believe, because it did happen. Yes, indeed. All right. Till next time. Peace to you.